0: Welcome to Words of Restoration with the Anointed One. I pray that these words will bless you today in the name of Jesus Christ. Today's topic is Regret. Saints of God, regret is an awful feeling. Regret is sorrow. Regret is remorse over something that has happened or that we have done. Regret can also be a sense of disappointment over what has not happened. Child of God, the Bible gives us instructions to which, if followed, we result in fewer regrets in life. If we follow God's commands and stay within the boundaries of His words, which He has set for us, we will experience fewer regrets. However, in God's grace and mercy, He has also provided a way to deal with regrets when we have one, or when we have not lived wisely within the boundaries of His words. Like in Psalm 51 verse 12, He says, Restore unto me the joy of thy salvation, and uphold me with thy free spirit. The Bible also talks about the Lord providing a way of escape. Hallelujah! The Bible teaches that there are two kinds of regret. There is the godly sorrow and the worldly sorrow. Now, the godly sorrow, which is godly regret, leads to repentance and salvation. This is when you have done what you ought not to do, or say what you ought not to say, or be where you ought not to be, or participate in an activity you ought not to participate in. Now, this kind of regret requires repentance. And that's why in the book of John, first John, chapter one, verse nine, it says, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. But the Bible hints here and says, if we confess our sins, if we confess, which means if you do not confess, it means you do not have any regrets. It means you do not have any godly sorrow. Therefore, there will be no repentance. You see, the reason many do not repent is because they feel that, in their own estimation, they have done too much for God to forgive. Or have gone too far. Or that certain events are irreversible or impossible with God. Because this is how many people view things and as a result of it, they are unable to repent. I must say this to you, child of God, that the greatest sin and the risk any person will take in Christianity is unconfessed sin, the sin that you have hidden. Remember, nothing can be hidden from God. And so, If you struggle to repent simply because you feel like, oh, I've done too much, this is too much, I don't think God can forgive me, understand this, you and God are not the same. No matter how far gone you are in what you are doing, there is still a way back. You don't have to stay in it. You can make your way back. Remember the story of the prodigal son. Even when he had taken his inheritance, his inheritance, and walked away, and squandered all of it, enjoyed himself. When he came to his senses, which is regret, the Bible says he came to his senses. When he came to his, when he regretted his action, he went back to his father and said, "I'd rather be a slave in my father's house." He did not know that his father was already looking for him and waiting for him. Child of God, and that is how God is waiting for you. Hallelujah. Once you have godly regrets or godly sorrows. Remember this: that what time is to you is not what time is to God. See what the book of 2 Peter chapter 3, verse 8 says. It says, But beloved, Be not ignorant of this one thing, that one day is with the Lord as a thousand years and a thousand years as one day, which means to God, one day in your eyes is a thousand years to him and a thousand years in your eyes is one day to him, which means God does not view and does not take time in the way you take time in. And so when you say, oh, I've done too much in my life, I've gone too far, in your own estimation, you were wrong. Because in the eyes of God, in God's estimation, all these years that you have been wallowing in sin or living wrong, God can make it right because the Bible says it can can look like a day to him. So your sense of timing and the sense of God's timing are not the same. Also, what appears impossible with you is possible with God. We see impossibilities from the human eye and perspective and fail to see things from God's perspective through His Word. Matthew 19 verse 26 says, And I'm saying this to you because if you have godly regret or godly sorrow, it's important that you repent. Because God is waiting for you, no matter how far gone your sin, your mistake, and your lifestyle has been. See what Matthew 19, 26 says. It says, but Jesus beheld them and said unto them, with men this is impossible. Did you see that? Because when you sin or when you live wrong, when you make mistakes in life, men see so much. So with them, it's impossible. Nobody is willing to forgive you. Nobody is willing to let it go. Because they are men and their vision is limited. So the Bible says in Matthew 19, 20, it says, With men, this is impossible. But with God, all things are possible. So is it possible for you to come back from that mistake? Yes. Is it possible for you to be forgiven? Yes. Hallelujah. Worldly sorrow leads to death and despair. Now, worldly sorrows are not godly sorrows. Worldly sorrows are mistakes that we have made or activities we have participated in without involving God. We didn't call God into it, so we decided we we're going to go ahead and do it. But you must understand that a lot of people, even in the Word of God, made worldly mistakes. David made worldly mistakes, Job made worldly mistakes, Peter made worldly mistakes, even when he denied Jesus, and Judas made grievous mistakes. And rather than repent from it, Judas killed himself, which was even worse. But Peter made the same mistake, he denied Jesus, but he repented from it. Job, the same, David, the same mistake with Bathsheba. The Bible says, David cried and repented of his sin. So you must understand that when you have the godly kind of regret because of what you have done, it's important you understand that every time you return to God, God will show you mercy. There is not how long you have gone that God cannot bring you back. And there is no size of what you have done that God cannot forgive. Bear this in mind. Remember this. God can forgive and forget our sins. And that our past does not determine our future. Remember this. Don't forget this. But you are going to be the person to carry this. Because if you choose today to say, Alright, I believe these words. I am going to from today repent, regret, regret. what I have done, and go back to God, God says, I'll wash you clean from that day. Hallelujah. But with worldly regrets, these are activities we got ourselves involved in without checking up with God first. Hallelujah. For example, I ask you, what do you regret in your life? What do you regret? Do you regret marrying who you married? Do you regret being married at all? There are people who regret being married? Do you regret taking that job? Do you regret that relationship? Do you regret that friendship? Do you regret buying that car or having that child? I hear people say things like, I regret coming from this family, being a member of this family. Remember, you cannot regret it because you had no participation in it. And so it's not your fault. You see, stop regretting being part of a family or having this type of brother or regretting having this type of sister because you had no hand in it this was god's pure decision to put you into that family it was purely his decision to put you in that family so what you should find out is what was his purpose what was his intention for putting you into that family for making that guy your brother for making that girl your sister hallelujah listen There are things that happen to you for which you have no no part or lot in. You must understand that in those instances you don't regret. But rather you ask God what is the purpose. And even for the thing caused by you, remember you can go back to God or turn the situation around. Because all that you need is inside you. Ephesians chapter 3 verse 20. The Bible says, and I paraphrase, God is able to do more than, abundantly, more than you ask for. But according to the power at work in you. You see, if you don't rise up today, if you don't say enough is enough today, then you are going to live in regret all the days of your life. But if you will stand up today and say enough is enough, I know I have sinned. I know I have made mistakes. I know I have gone ahead without God. But today I'm returning to God. Listen, people may say to you it's too late. But understand this. With God, his timing and your timing are not the same. I've just read that to you now. So any day you decide and say I'm coming back to God, he is waiting for you. He's looking out for you like the father of the prodigal son. Child of God, stop regretting. And begin to move forward now. Ask the Holy Spirit for direction in prayer. Ask the Holy Spirit to heal your heart and help you overcome that negative feeling of regret. Because every time you regret things, you open doors. It's important you understand this. Pray about it. Ask the Holy Spirit to lead you. And if you, after praying and you find that it still lingers on, the regret lingers on, look for someone in your church who is spiritually mature to talk to or simply attend the church counselling if your church provides such services. But don't forget, God calls you special. He calls you the apple of his eye. Run to him now, for he is a loving God. He will heal you. He will wash you. He will give you stability in life so that you will no longer have to live a life of regret. Hallelujah. You are special. Go out and tell somebody who's regretting their life and regretting the things they've done. Tell them there is hope that the Master, the Father, is waiting for them if they will return today. In the name of Jesus. God bless you. To support this podcast and our ministry, So that you can help us to continue to reach people around the world, please click on the link in the description. And until I come your way again, keep living in an atmosphere of restoration. God bless you.